0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Disneyland Devoted. I am your host, Michelle, and as always, I appreciate you, and I am super excited that you're here. So this is for the week of October 11th, 2020. I feel like I don't always say the date that I'm recording this, and I think, oh, maybe I should to put context around certain things, like today's episode is going to be on resorts. So I want to speak on relative things like based on today's date when we start talking about rates and value and things like that. So we are going to dive into the resorts on property and some of the resorts off property that I've either stayed in or and or heard great things about. So I am just going with the assumption that Disneyland is going to open eventually. I mean, we know it's eventual, right? Like we know someday. Disney is working very hard on getting their um their personal park guidelines set up in Disneyland. Like they're they're putting up signage and the Um, The rides are running and they're, you know, like doing things to make it feel like they're gearing up to open. It's just waiting for official guidelines from the state of California, who the governor has been very honest about the fact that he's not ready to give those guidelines yet for theme parks. He doesn't feel that they're in a good spot as a state to open up such a risky Place such as theme parks. As a as a side, um, as you know, I am in the um, Phoenix area, but we were up north um, this weekend in northern Arizona, and there was this, um, we'll say, pumpkin patch kind of farmers market. Um, area that we went by. And that place was packed, like as if nothing else was going on in the world. This place was completely packed with cars. It just went on forever and ever. And we were driving by and going a good 50 miles an hour. So can, I can't say this for sure, but it certainly looked like there were a lot of people without masks. So I find it so interesting that In some areas, and that was just one example, we saw other things too, but in some areas, it's like there is no pandemic happening and then in other areas, it's very conservative. I'm not saying one is right or wrong, it's all up to you what you are comfortable in doing and clearly the folks at that pumpkin patch slash farmer's market We're feeling comfortable being in a a large crowd. Many people are not there yet. And the governor of California is not there yet to open up the theme park. So anyways, still waiting for those news reports, updates, whatever, communications about when Disneyland is going to open. So assuming it's going to open here sometime in the next few months or whenever it opens, where to stay is a very popular question and the truth is that whether we want it to or not budget plays a big role in this decision and for good reason so the first thing is let's just talk about being on property so being on property at disneyland means you're either going to stay at the paradise pier hotel the disneyland hotel or the Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. Those are the only three resorts currently on property. And I just listed them from the least expensive to the most expensive. So let's dive in a little bit to those resorts. So Paradise Pier Hotel is the least expensive. It is, it has a California beach vibe, look, decor, feel to it. Um, When I say least expensive, the reason why I wanted to talk about the date is I'm gonna tell you what the starting rate is as of right now when I'm recording. It starts at $339 a night. So if you are familiar with booking rooms, you know that there are many variables to that view, location. If you want, you know, a a bigger room, a smaller room, a suite, whatever your preferences are could drive that price up significantly. But like the base rate is $339. Now there could be some discounts or some promotions or something of that nature, but this is just for general discussion. Paradise Pier is the furthest from the entrances to the theme parks um however it's a beautiful walk from the resort past the disneyland hotel like the walkways and the landscaping on the walkways is absolutely beautiful you could also walk around like if you didn't want to meander through um by Disneyland Hotel and through downtown Disney and get to the entrances that way. You could walk around on um, the street that is Catella and then go down to Harbor and turn left and get into the theme park that way. So it depends, I guess, on where you are in the resort, what you're wanting to do. Like if you are wanting to um, just kind of bypass that downtown Disney area if you want if you needed to stop by like on Catella and Harbor Boulevard that corner there there's some others uh, like a Walgreens or a CVS or something right there or there's places to eat if you didn't want to eat at the hotel so like it just depends on what you wanted to do but my point is it is the furthest away from the gates but it is a very um it, it is a cute place to stay if you want to stay on property and you like the beach vibe. Now there, I full transparency, I personally have never stayed there, but I have done so much research on all these resorts. I watch so many videos, so many YouTube reviews, so I listen to podcasts. I do any and everything I can get my hands on to learn what things that have to do with Disneyland and for the experiences I've not personally done myself. So I definitely try to get a lot of feedback and I can tell you honestly, based on the feedback that I have seen, heard asked people I know who have stayed there, this isn't folks favorite place to stay. Now you have to take that with a grain of salt. Everything is relative. I personally would love staying in this resort because it is a Disney resort. I love the California beach vibe. I would not have a problem staying in this in this hotel. Now I do understand that this was not built by Disney, but rather purchased by Disney and it was something else, but it has some really cute decor. It's not as updated or as modern or as whimsical Disney because it's beach oriented. It's cute as all get out. Like the decor has all the Disney characters and it's got like the, um, you can see a lot of Pixar uh, flavor there, the Pixar ball, and you can see, um, you know, just the beach characters like in their, actually, let me rephrase that, the the characters in beach attire. It's very Disney. It's just not whimsical Disney like its sister property, Disneyland Hotel, which we will get to in a moment. But it is affordable and I wish you could see me do air quotes because $339 a night is pricey. Is it over the top when you think of Disney World and things like that? No. And staying on property gives you a lot of great perks. Just to name a few, you can get into the park earlier than regular guests. You can have um, some awesome uh, amenities. Like if you purchase something in the, one of the theme parks or at, or downtown Disney, and you don't want to tote that merchandise around, they'll take it to your, um, hotel and to the Bellman so that you don't have to carry that around. Um, you are on property where you do get that magical experience. There's, there's just something about being further immersed into that Disney magic. Like it's it's one thing to be in the area, which I usually stay in the area. Just being honest, I usually do that. There's a lot of Disney stuff that you will see at any hotel, anywhere in the vicinity. I mean, obviously they're catering to that clientele. There's Mickey Mouse and ears and this and that all over the place. That, that's for sure. But when you're at a Disney property it's a horse of a different color just the feeling the vibe the magic the the cast members which are really the employees everything about it is a further extension of going to the theme parks it's it's like like i said it's further immersing yourself into that Disney magic and for some people and i should say for a Lot of people that's worth every penny, and I cannot lie. Absolutely, I would love to be able to stay on property each and every time I went to a Disney theme park. It's not always feasible, this is expensive, but it is awesome. So anyways, just to kind of touch on a few things that's at the Paradise Pier Hotel. Again, it's, it's cute and it has a lot of dining options. Disney's PCH Grill is a fan favorite. I've heard a lot of great things about that restaurant. Um, so it has a character breakfast in there. I mean, right now, of course, nothing's open right now. But when it opens, uh, if, you, if they follow the same vibe as they did at Disney World, character breakfasts aren't really a thing because usually they're buffet style or family style. and The characters come around and everyone's being social distancing. So it wouldn't be the same. But when we're back to normal, it does have a character breakfast. And I've heard good things about it. Um, and character breakfasts are also something that are, um, I'm, I'm struggling to find the right words. If you're going to go to a character breakfast, probably shouldn't focus so much on, is this the best food I've ever had in my whole life? Because that's not really the focus. In my experience, a character breakfast is more about that experience. And if I could sum up Disneyland in a few words, that is what Disneyland is to me, is an experience. Some people take a lot of time and a lot of effort to dissect every single thing they do at Disneyland or Disney property, right? Every single thing from every food option to every cast member encounter to every theme park encounter to the price of this versus the price of that versus the um, how was the cast member here? How clean was the bathroom here? How, like there are folks that will break down every minute detail of the Disneyland Resort. And if that's what you're interested in, you can find those reviews. That is not what I'm interested in. Could I do that? 100%. But I do not have that lens in me. My lens that I see the Disneyland Resort through is the experience. I don't always have the best food. I don't always have the best, most exciting, magical moment every moment that we're there. But I have some of the most magical experiences ever because that's the way I'm looking at it. That may not be your cup of tea. It's definitely my cup of tea. So when I look at a character breakfast, I don't necessarily discount the fact that the food is not the best. Some have better food options and value and quality than others. I'll give you that for sure. But when I go to a character breakfast, I went for my daughter and She could care less about the food. Plus, she's a very picky eater. So for her, it was a win-win in that she could find food options that were safe and delicious for her. She wasn't settling. She could get the things that she really liked and have the character experience. So as the grown-up, you know, it wasn't like five-star food, but it was delicious food. And the experience made it better. So anyways... There are bars and lounges. There's in-room dining. There's not a ton of options there at the Paradise Pier Hotel, but there are some places to eat on property if you want to. Or you can walk a little further and go to Downtown Disney or the Disneyland Hotel or the Grand Californian. So you have food within walking distance or off property if that's what you want to do. But it is a good uh, Air quotes again, affordable option to stay on property. It is the least expensive. So now let's go to the middle, which (laughs) middle sounds like it's average. And um, yeah, this next one is absolutely not average in any way, shape, or form. And that is the Disneyland Hotel. I have said this in other episodes. This one has my heart. Um, this is the only resort that I have stayed at and that's not why it has my heart. I mean, it it has my heart because it's sentimental to me, but it's the only one I've stayed at. It's the, it's my favorite resort to visit and walk through and check things out on the whole because it is so whimsical. Like if you want to feel like you are inside Disneyland, but not really, like, but it has that same extension that is the Disneyland Hotel. Everything in there, in the lobbies, to the rooms, to the fixtures in the rooms, everything is Disney to the max. Like, the faucets have the little white gloves, like Mickey's hands. Um, The, the, the lamppost Um, you know, it's the, the base that's holding the lamppost to the wall is like Mickey's holding it there. You've probably seen this, the headboards in some of the rooms have fiber optics where it lights up the castle. And when you wish upon a star is playing in this beautiful, like music box type sound. I mean, I could go on forever. Like Disneyland hotel is the essence of Disney magic and there's different towers and they have different themes but even if you never stay there um just walking around inside the resort I highly recommend it at christmas time they have gingerbread house like a, ginger, a giant gingerbread house of course it's all decorated for christmas and all the lights but the landscaping the topiaries that are shaped like the characters just Everything about the Disneyland Resort, the actual Disneyland Hotel, is so awesome to me. I absolutely love that so much. Now, give you some price comparison as of right now it's starting at 445 a night now imagine as you get closer towards the holiday season that price is going to go through the roof you do last minute there are promotions there are variables where you could get you know a better view you can get a concierge floor you can get a suite things like that so it starts you know making that price go up but just the basic rate is 445 a night but oh my gosh, it is wonderfully located. It's right at the end of downtown Disney. If you, you can get a theme park view, which will let you see the fireworks, which Oh, we did that. I remember when I was a little kid, I will never forget that looking out our room. And there was like this fountain in front of our room. And then beyond the fountain was the fireworks. And I mean, I just thought that was the greatest thing ever. I will never forget that. I had to be like five, six, maybe even younger. And I will never forget that ever as a child. As a grown up, I just think the Disneyland Resort is amazing. Um, And it's very close walking distance to the monorail station there at downtown Disney where you can get right into the park or vice versa. You can leave from Disneyland and then get over to the... get over to back to the hotel and as I was saying that I'm sorry I was stumbling over my words because I think I forgot to tell you that the Paradise Pier Hotel is closest to California Adventure so like you could see if you had a theme park view you could see the Ferris wheel like the big Mickey Ferris wheel head and a credit coasters and things like that it's over in that area and I totally forgot to say that so I wanted to clarify that so back to Disneyland Hotel Disneyland Hotel is not near California Adventure. It's closer to the Disneyland site. Not exactly adjacent to Disneyland, um, but you can, if you get the theme park view, you can definitely see the fireworks and whatnot um, and downtown Disney. And it's just like a, a really nice experience. That's a very beautiful hotel. Now, we went to the character breakfast there, which is Goofy's Kitchen, and loved it Um, my daughter still talks about this like she cannot wait to go back this is on her like if you describe your perfect day she wants to go back to the character breakfast I thought they did an amazing job Once again, I didn't think the food was five stars, but I thought it was darn delicious. And there was so many options to choose from. And the characters were everywhere and coming by constantly. She had the greatest time. So there are other things that the Disneyland Hotel can uh, provide. There is Steakhouse 55, which I hear wonderful things about that. So if you're really into like upping your game and you want a nice steakhouse dinner, um trader sam's tiki bar and then um uh, that i hear like people just go nuts for that tiki bar you can get stuff to eat there they love the drinks there there's like fun exciting like um exotic drink options there people absolutely love trader sam's it's like a fan favorite and Again, I've not been here personally just because usually I'm with my daughter and we just don't go to the bar. But from what I hear about it and it's near the pool by the way what i hear about it is it gets really crowded so it's one of those things that if you were staying on property you would definitely want to kind of find out when maybe it's not as crowded if you know you there was concerns you may not be able to get in but if you like like the party life or you like the crowds and you feed off of that that then knock yourself out um there's a coffee house there there's um places to get, uh, of course you can have in-room dining. Those are always nice options if you like to do room service, which sometimes, you know, that's just an awesome thing to do. Um, let's see there's also a lounge at that steakhouse that I was mentioning so there's some really good options there from you know less expensive like if you went to that coffee house and just wanted to grab you know like muffins bagels things like that and a cup of coffee so you really weren't gonna go for like sit down if you wanted to go to Goofy's kitchen and maybe not do the character breakfast but do it another time there's you know that option there as well and then you can go like high-end to the steakhouse so there's a lot of great dining options there at the Disneyland Hotel, and it's so close to downtown Disney, and then just a short walk to Disneyland. Then we go to the Big Daddy, and that is the Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. Now, this is if you want to have the best experience, and money isn't really that much of a concern for you, this is the place to go so the thing about the grand californian is it has that craftsman style look so it's not necessarily very disney-esque looking the lobby as i've mentioned in other podcasts is amazing it's absolutely beautiful in there i mean beautiful I've said this before, I highly recommend popping in there just to take a break if you do nothing else. There's shopping in there, but just to take in the 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 architecture, the design of this resort, just much like Disneyland Hotel, but for different reasons, just the beauty of this resort is just worth sitting in there and just taking it in. But if you want to stay there, again, I personally have never stayed here. And that's because this is so expensive. Like right now it's starting at $586. I have clicked on this like last minute when we were gonna go, just to think like, I don't know, let me just look. And it was $950 a night. And let me tell you, this place is packed. People love this resort, and for good reason. It's absolutely beautiful. It's the closest to the entrances. It's literally in Disney California Adventure. There is an entrance from the hotel or to the theme park from the hotel, however you want to say that. There's an entrance to and from. You can get a room that looks at California Adventure, but, you know, hope you have deep pockets for that one. But it's absolutely amazing. It is Part of downtown Disney. Like the there are rooms that have a balcony over downtown Disney. Like this is Supremo, number one, top tier, amazing place to stay. And I have never heard anyone say I hated staying there. You probably could find people that don't like it. But I personally have not heard that. Any reviews I've seen, any podcasts I've listened to, And I mean, I can't say that I've listened to every single one that ever existed, but I've listened to a lot. Everybody loves this place. It is amazing. It's just extremely pricey. So let's talk about some of the dieting. The number one most talked about, most loved, most amazing place is Napa Rose. And much like the steakhouse over at Disneyland Hotel and Napa Rose, I have heard like on Christmas Day, which if you're not aware, Christmas Day is like one of the, if not the busiest days at the Disneyland Resort. Like I personally have never gone on Christmas Day because I have heard so many stories about it's just overwhelmingly crowded that it's not enjoyable but people go and have like a tremendous meal at these places like a holiday meal to me that sounds like you won the lottery and i've got to put that on my wishing well list but napa rose i've heard nothing but spectacular things about it it's very pricey but it's not something you're going to be disappointed about they also have a lounge so if you just want to go and have a drink you can do that too Storytellers Cafe, I hear mixed reviews about it. Most things that I've heard, people really like it. It has some safe options for kids. It's kind of a really cool looking design in the in the um, restaurant itself. It's, um, you know, it's very Disney-esque. It's just like a really cool, um, the way they describe it is a hearty home style place. And that's what it looks like to me it does have a regular menu and it used to have a buffet but you know that's not going to be available for some time but it's really supposed to be a really cool place and one of the things i remember that stood out is like this make your own pizza thing so if you have like kids who are picky eaters or love pizza you know they have an option to make their own pizza Um, there's other lounges, there's a craftsman bar, which that's the one that in my last episode or a couple episodes ago, I talked about how it was something else before. And I wasn't crazy about it. It was like a very nice quick service place, but I didn't think the food was that great. So now it's changed and, um, I've heard good things about it, but I have to go back and check it out for myself. And then of course they also have in room dining. So, probably not going to be disappointed at the Grand Californian also this is the only place at the moment where if you are familiar with Disney Vacation Club usually called DVC this is the only one of the resorts that has DVC rooms but they are building a tower on uh, for Disneyland Hotel which mm, yeah I may have already put my name down to have them call me so I could take a tour yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I did that okay So anyways, those are the three resorts and um, there, I mean, there's so many benefits to stay on property, just so many. And if you're really looking for that full Disney experience and if you can afford it, I highly recommend staying on property for so many reasons. You will not be disappointed. You will just feel like you have that Disney blanket wrapped around you and you and your family will love it. And you have three options from the most affordable to high end. And of course, you could stay at the Paradise Pier and eat at the Grand Californian or anywhere in between. Like the only thing you can't do is go to those hotels pools if you're not staying there. But you can eat at any of those places, as can anyone who's not staying on property. So you don't have to be staying on property to eat at these places. So there is a suggestion for you. If you just want to kind of see what it has to offer, eat at one of the resorts, eat at all three of them walk around and experiencing them. Even if you don't stay there, it is like another part to experience, take picture up, pictures of shop at, eat at, walk around the grounds. I mean, I highly recommend that you will not be disappointed. All right. So then let's just talk about some of the places around Disneyland. So the Disneyland or Disney website for Disneyland has what they call good neighbor resorts. And so those are resorts that Disney partners with and they recommend them. And um, you can, you know, find out rates on the site and things of that nature. Um, it's, you know, it's not Disney property, so you don't get the perks, but they're in the area. The thing about those resorts for me personally is it really depends on what you're looking for when you're going to stay at a, a resort, a hotel, a motel in the area. Um, we have stayed in lots of places around Disneyland. And I said this in previous episodes, but just be, just to kind of revisit this topic, it is my personal preference to stay as close to Disneyland as possible. Because at the end of a long day, and when I am at Disneyland, I put in a long day, the last thing I wanna do is spend another 30, 40, 60 minutes getting back to my room. That just is too much, and I don't like it. We've done it, we've taken, we've stayed at hotels where they had shuttles, and there's a lot of benefit to that, right? That makes it a little bit better, and I really like that. But my favorite thing to do is to stay across the street so we walk out because no matter what, you have to go to the same area to catch a, a shuttle. So you walk out of the gates either side, you have to go over to the transportation area where all the shuttles and buses and parking garage transportation and all those places are. So you have to walk there anyway. If you walk another three minutes, you're on Harbor Boulevard with all of those hotels. And I love to be able to walk across the street and go right to my hotel. I don't have to worry about the shuttle. I don't have to wait for it. I don't have to hope that there's a seat on this first trip. I don't have to have cash for tipping. I don't have to be at their mercy of when they're going to run the shuttles. Like, I just don't have to worry about any of that. But there's a price for that. Staying closer to Disneyland, of course, jacks up the price. So if you're trying to save money, I highly recommend going out a little further. So we like to do two things we love to stay either right across the street or completely out of the area because we would park in the parking garage. Now remember, I used to live near Disneyland. So what we would do is drive over to the parking garage. We always stayed at Mickey and Friends, which was right there um, you know, closest to the property. We would take the tram over to the theme parks right there at Downtown Disney, walk into the parks, and then reverse that on the way back. And then on the way back, you get in your car and then you're in your own car. And we were only a 10 minute drive away and absolutely love that. So for us, now we are, we also like to stay far away from, well, far 10 minutes away from um, Disneyland. Like we would stay where we used to live and do the same thing. We absolutely loved it. But If you don't want to pay the $25, which now I think it's $28 to park, and you want to be very cost, mm, what's the word I want? You want to be very uh, conscious, cost conscious. I was struggling. There are ways to do this cheaper, right? I have a whole episode on this, so check that out. But just to kind of summarize a little bit, the cheapest thing to do is stay further away from Disneyland and take a free shuttle. So like a hotel that's close to Disneyland, close enough that they have a free shuttle service. And then you can get to and from the park. So the rate will be lower typically, which you can, I mean, there might be some that are higher, but you can find ones that have a cheaper rate, have a free shuttle, and that is a really budget friendly way to do it. Or ones that you walk a little further and that, you know, the rates will also be a little cheaper that's really up to you how you wanna do it. But back to my preference of being right across the street, let me tell you some of my favorite places where we've stayed. So because I am just a silly girl, I wanted to stay literally across the street. There's a big light right there on Harbor Boulevard as soon as you exit the transportation center and you cross the light. And I was like, oh, uh, where can I stay where I don't have to go any further than that? And where we stayed, which I thought was absolutely wonderful, was the Tropicana. That was That's number one. Thought it was really, really great. It's a You have to cross the street and go to the left a little bit. But I really liked the Tropicana. I liked the rooms as well as the location. And because you go to the left a little bit, you're kind of closer to the Disneyland side. You can hear and see the monorail. And you can see the Matterhorn and all that good stuff. It's not that far of a walk, really. It's like two. Two or three hotels down in it. It's great. And let's talk about the rate and the comparison in price. Right now, the Tropicana is showing $120 night a night. During the holiday season or busy times, that does go up a little bit. But when you compare that to the Paradise Pier, which was $330 a night, and both of these are like, Disneyland's not even open, so these are both really low rates, you can see why people stay off property. You factor in, eating and you know if you have a bigger family or you're not going to spend a lot of time in the hotel anyway based on how you're doing the parks this is a very attractive option as with the rest of these hotels I'm going to mention and let's not forget that if you are going to stay for an extended period of time like let's say you're going to stay 5 days at in the area and 3 of the days you're going to go into the theme parks well the other 2 days there's a benefit to stay on property because the resorts offer so much and between the pools and the dining and the, you know, just like the better accommodations, there's a reason to stay on property. If you're not going to do that or spend a lot of time in a room or at the property, then these might be better options. Again, keeping in mind, looking at the closest to Disneyland so that I don't have to go anywhere. And the Tropicana is very, very close. But right at the light there is the Best Western. Um, It's called Park Place Inn. We love that. And we got a room facing Disneyland. I don't know. It's like my birthday. I mean... I say that i think it literally was my birthday but they upgraded us and it was amazing you could hear the matterhorn we could see the transportation center i felt like i was at disneyland when i wasn't at disneyland and i thought that hotel was amazing I thought the rooms were outdated, and I thought they could get away with that because of the location. Where the Tropicana, which was to the left a little bit, I felt like their rooms were a little more updated, and um, the Tropicana had a free breakfast. You know, I don't know how those things are going to translate in the new uh, the new norm when things open, but something to check out. Now to compare the rate right now it's starting at 143 a night and i just looked at their website and they are offering free breakfast so something to consider i mean that's a good value and it might be right for you and your family now if you go down to the right so you cross the street and you go down to the right a little bit I stayed at this place that I thought was really, really nice. And it's called, wait for it, Del Sol Inn. So it's across the street, from the transportation center to the right, down just like a few doors, by doors I mean hotels, and it's called Del Sol Inn, and the driveway is longer, and it goes like back behind the hotels, and the hotel is back there, and I thought that room was so cute, so neat, so clean. The rate was so affordable, which I am seeing is around one nineteen. A a night and I remember when I stayed there it was it was like right around a hundred dollars there's no breakfast but because it's not directly across the street still close there was more availability the Tropicana and the Best Western I mentioned they sell out a little faster this one had availability and a reasonable price The only thing I didn't like about that is the entrance to where the guests park their cars was like this very narrow place, so narrow, that if you wanted your car to be close to your room, you had to valet park because they wanted to like navigate that small entrance. So if you had a lot of luggage or you just didn't wanna park away from your room, you would have to valet park. Now there was a little parking lot um, right there before the entrance into the hotel. So just to kind of paint the picture, there's Harbor Boulevard. There's a Denny's, which is super convenient. Behind the Denny's, so like a little driveway you take right beside Denny's, is this little parking lot. And then behind that is the entrance to the hotel where the the lobby is and where you would do valet parking. But to put it into perspective, it's not that far. It's just a little bit like a long driveway off of harbor boulevard but you're still walking distance for all the things that are on harbor boulevard there's a mimi's cafe and there's an ihop all on this row on harbor boulevard by all these hotels so if you do not want to eat on property these are great options. They're a l- the prices are a little elevated than what you may find in your neighborhood, but they're not that bad and it's all those consistent familiar items. So, just something to consider. There's also McDonald's there if you want to, you know, get McDonald's. There's some really great options to eat um, right here by the hotel. And I'm looking at Google earth, which by the way, is one of my favorite places ever to look at Disneyland because a, I get to see Disneyland, but I like to look at the hotels and stuff around it because I know that there's some other really great options to eat just a little further down, like a little further walk. Um, you can find some other places to eat. So let's go to some other places that we've stayed. So once again, if you cross the street, cross Harbor Boulevard by the transportation center and you take a left and you walk a little further down, you will find other hotels. There's a Panera Bread over there if you like that. There's some really great, there's a a Marriott, a Fairfield Inn. There's some really great hotels that have water, activities for kids some have big water park area type things for their hotel I mean big in that you know what's relative to the size but it has like splash pads and slides and things like that down by Mimi's Cafe there's a courtyard down there that's really nice so if you like like if you have rewards and you want to stay at a place that can you can use your rewards or get rewards while you stay there there are options for you there um, and they're you know they're they're pretty pricey and they're not right across the street but the walk is not that bad but where we've also stayed and it's not the Taj Mahal but we love it, it is sentimental to everyone in my family and that's the days in so you have to go across you go down past ball across the um, freeway there which i think think is five um yeah it's five you cross over five and then you cross the street at you cross ball avenue and then the days in is on your left hand side we absolutely love that hotel and over the years they have upgraded it and it's gotten better every time we stayed there it's super affordable like Sometimes we spent we have paid as little as fifty dollars a night. Now it hovers around ninety nine dollars a night. They had free breakfast. I mean, it was just kind of like Danishes and cereal, and you can make toast. But whatever it was included, the room was comfortable and clean. No complaints about the Days in. I love that hotel. They had this little pool that was like right in the middle of their parking lot. We've swam in that. They had a hot tub. My kids of all ages love that place. They also have a shuttle that goes over to the hotel and it runs during operating hours it's a van like a like a 15 passenger van so the only complaint there is they do have a schedule and i totally understand why any place would have a sh- uh, you know a shuttle schedule but it didn't always fit our timing or we'd miss it or we'd want to go and there wasn't another one for 45 minutes or whatever but if you just plan a little bit better or try to you know take that into consideration that will work for you i mean we've taken it many many times Also, when my daughter was younger with the stroller, that was always kind of a bit of an anxiety. Will they have enough room? And if they didn't, they'd come back and get us. I mean, they were always so accommodating and we'd give them a tip and they were super, super nice. Um, Or we'd walk it. Like, I am an early person to the parks. I need to be there when the gates open. I need to be there 30 minutes before. I don't have time to wait for their, you know, they'll pick up at 7.30 and the park opens at 8. No, no, no. I need to be there. In line by 730 and I'm late if I'm there by 730 so we'd walk it in the morning and take the shuttle at lunchtime nap time evening or whatever so just I love the days in just one of my favorite places love it love it love it all right so there is just a nice little um, oh let me just back up pause The other thing about the Days Inn is right across the street, there's like a gas station and it has a Taco Bell in it, like like adjacent to it. So if you have Taco Bell fans, that's really convenient. There's a Starbucks right there as well. Winner, winner. There's a Shell station right next door. So like if you just wanted to go in and grab something, Um, quick or whatever. And then right next door to the Days Inn was a Shakey's Pizza and we went in there and had pizza one time too. So there's places like to walk around to eat or you can go back to the Disney property. Okay, so enough about the Days Inn. I think we've covered so many things about resorts in the area. Um, Just to sum it up, if I'm going to name my top three picks where I would stay Number one is I would stay at the Disneyland Hotel each and every time. If I could, that's my favorite, just from my heart. Um, If I'm not going to stay there, I'm likely going to stay at either that Best Western or the Tropicana. I lean a little bit more towards Tropicana. It's more my favorite. It's right across the street. Or if I want to save a little money and still find a place that I absolutely love, I would go to the Days Inn. So those are my three picks just that work for us. I would love to hear where you like to stay. I would love to hear your experiences. Have you stayed on property? What is your opinion of the three hotels or any that you stayed on or stayed at? What do you think? Is it worth the money if you don't like to stay on property and you like to stay in the area? Where do you stay? Because maybe there's some other places around. I just haven't given a chance and I'd love to hear your experience so find me on Instagram find me on Facebook I'll put a post in both locations about where to stay when going to Disneyland give me your thoughts and feedback I'd love to hear from you and you can find me under Disneyland devoted um, both at Facebook and Instagram So with that, I think we will wrap this up. This is a long one. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you are having a wonderful day. I hope you have a safe, happy, healthy week. And until next time, bye.